2: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: All the data that we are collecting right now does not give us any definitive information that the Delta variant is more severe in children. We know certainly more children are getting infected and therefore more are getting hospitalized but we don't have definitive enough data to say that in fact on a child by child basis that it's any more severe there you go and that's from dr fauci i mean if there was any way to manipulate the the statistics <laughs> to make it seem like it was more dangerous for kids he'd go ahead and hit you with that cuz that's his thing all right yeah so there's that also new york times
0: morning newslet Hail, Fauci. (laughs) Hail, Fauci!
3: Are you a good little Nazi? (laughs) Um, In the New York Times morning newsletter, the real chances of a breakthrough infection, that's when you get COVID, actually get sick when you've been vaccinated. And they said it's one in 5,000 if you got, like, high COVID around you and not a lot of people are vaccinated around you, it's one in 5,000. For a lot of the country, it's one in 10,000. So it's very, very unlikely that you're going to get it. And they they go through how uh, a lot of stories were overblown. We all know the one from Provincetown. Uh, the biker bar, whatever that was, you know, they grab onto one story where a bunch of people got to COVID and extrapolate extrapolate that the United States. And they said, those are those are outliers. It's oh, very that was that unlikely big,
0: that, that that big gay uh, summer fest thing where there's nothing was, but partying and and, and smoochings and the rest. I
3: was of it. not going to bring sexual choice into it. But for some reason,
0: you decided that that was a uh, germane to the story because that's what it was. I described what was I'm a journalist. I'm actually not a journalist. <laughs> um,
3: uh, but so the New York Times, good on them for saying today it's really unlikely. All right? It's just not very likely it's going to happen.
0: You know, I hit a, an outlet mall over the weekend. Judy left. Yes. So I engaged in a little a little retail therapy. And uh, it was so crazy. You have one store where masks are 100% required. And, and what if you, you looking walk in for? with Khaki pants? Is that what you're searching for? No, I'm I'm pretty well fixed for khaki pants. Thanks for asking. I was actually, you know, what I was looking for, like a, a summer weight sport coat, like uh, you know, like uh, something uh, like off white or pastel-y or something. You know, a formal occasion, but in the summer where you don't want a big wool sports coat.
3: I have purchased three suits, well, three suits in the last five days.
0: Design. Was that a wool, Michael, as in <laughs> W <W-O-L. laughs> you're, you're either a genius or an idiot. <laughs> well, I've, purchased,
3: <laughs> I've purchased three suits in the last five days because I'm going to enact my plan that I talked about a couple of weeks ago to become suit guy. Wow. I, I am this is starting exciting. tomorrow. I'm starting tomorrow going to start wearing a suit to work every single day. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. I need to do something. I'm, I'm, I'm a mess. I'm a complete mess. And I've got to, like, really change things up to try to get out of this hole. So I'm okay. thinking, we're, I don't know if wearing a suit every day is going to do it. <laughs>
0: but uh, who was the general? Was it Tommy Frank? No, I don't think it was Tommy Frank. One of your big generals wrote that book that said, make your bed every morning. You will have accomplished a well, goal. George, Jordan, Jordan Peterson, Peterson.
3: That's his big thing, 11 Rules mm-hmm. for Life. And that's that's his big thing. It's uh, That's that's for first place to start. And I started making my bed a couple months ago based on that Jordan Peterson thing. Um order around you helps your mind be ordered the opposite is also true if you've got like clutter and disorder around you it may help it makes your mind just clu- clutter. I don't know if that fits in with wearing a suit that's just a I need to feel better about myself my my self esteem has never been lower um uh I got all kinds of issues all kind everything right so I'm thinking just looking better will somehow convince me that I'm not as big a mess as I am or so I don't know I don't know what it is tie or open collared shirt Uh, no tie. I don't see putting on a tie every day. And I live in California. I mean, the governor doesn't wear a tie to campaign when he's about to lose his job. So, right, right.
0: Good point. I have no memory of what we were talking. You were at the outlet mall. mall. Right. Looking for a summer weight sports coat. And Mm -hmm. I go to one store and you walk in without a mask and they'd leap at you. Sir, can I get you a mask? We have masks right here. And then you know I'm gonna buy some pants or something, or because uh, I couldn't find the sport coat, so I think oh those shorts are kind of cool. All their changing rooms are closed because yep. COVID
3: yep. clings yep. to changing room nope. walls or something. No, no, it doesn't. But uh, yes, changing rooms are
0: closed. Uh, good luck. You just you got to walk out with the clothes and hope they fit. And then you go to the next store. Nobody's got a mask on. They Correct. don't care. The changing right. rooms are open. Yes. I- <laughs> yes. Yes, well, uh, Lego. So I'm at
3: the mall and um, similar experience. Some stores, you got to be masked up. Some stores, nobody cares. Um, But the Lego store, they had people lined up outside. They only allow like six people in the Lego store at a time. And my kids wanted to get in. So we got in line and I got up there and I said, I'm just curious. Is this a mall policy or a county policy or a Lego policy? They said, this is a Lego policy. We're just very uh, we we want to make sure everyone stays healthy. And I thought, okay, you're crackpots, you're crackpots. But fine, we like your little plastic uh,
0: stick together blocks. So we'll follow your rules. Unbelievable! So over this, so yeah. over it. And they want tra- the vaccines. Get it. If you don't go, don't. I don't care. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, it seems like I had one more
3: COVID thing to throw in there, but I don't know. I can't even talk about it anymore. Uh, I brought up the idea if the presidential election were held today and uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden were to run against each other. They actually have got a poll out on that right now, which is, I don't know why they do these polls. Is this just to, like, jab people? <laughs> it it's almost fantastic
0: seems like, clickbait. You have to click. They did it a lot.
3: I, my favorite was after Trump beat Hillary, and then there was all the talk of, you know, it was Russia this or Suppression that or whatever they would do poll after poll after poll. This went on for quite a while where it would, they would find out Trump would still beat Hillary, but only by more um, (laughs) is the way it turned out then. But currently, if you had uh, the election today, Trump would win. Now it's within the margin of error, but they've got the number 4746 in which Trump would beat Biden. That's not hard for me to imagine because I think. Practically every single Trump voter would still vote for Donald Trump, and I think a whole bunch of Biden voters would just sit it out. They wouldn't right. be near as motivated as they were before they knew who he was.
0: And you are uncomfortable with Trump Republican votes, I think, would probably switch completely because, A, Biden is not governing the way he said he would, and, B, he turned out to be a senile old fart. So, yeah, I think it would be a quite a significantly different result. A plurality of 47% of voters would favor Trump in a hypothetical rerun
3: of last year's election. According to an Emerson College survey released over the weekend, 46% of people backed Biden with 6% saying they would seek out another candidate. Uh Four out of 10 Democrats in this survey are ready to bail on Biden saying they want someone else to be the party's standard bearer in 2024. I don't know what numbers usually are, but has there ever been in my lifetime? A sitting president that eight months into their presidency? The people of that party, four out of ten, want somebody different next time around. I I can't believe that it's ever even been close to that number for anybody. Certainly not Obama or Bush or not Trump. Definitely not Trump. Um, I don't don't know if that maybe has ever happened.
0: I'll bet Trump would have gotten... Well, no, his approval ratings were sky high among Republicans. The highest anybody's ever had, more than Ronald Reagan,
3: with his own party. This is of their own party. This is 40% of
0: Democrats want somebody different for president eight months in. I tell you what, there are a lot of Democratic governors around uh, America that have, uh, well, they're half aroused because they know Kamala Harris is nothing. She's she's a nothing. She's a nobody. And so that, that race is wide open. Yeah, the more I think about it, that's the extraordinary
3: number that Joe Biden has just started and 40 percent of people in his own party would like somebody different. I know we just won the presidency, but can we try somebody different? That's stunning.
0: Well, in one more political story, we all get to now enjoy a couple of weeks, a couple of it might be a couple of months worth of coverage about the Biden administration trying to get through the giant $3.5 trillion reforming America package when everybody knows it's not going to pass. It can't. It's, it's a giant, practically suicidal virtue signal from the left. Look, look, we can, you think we're Santa Claus now? We're going to we're going to hand out trillions of dollars and make the kids pay for it someday in the future. Just to you know, keep the, the dumb votes rolling in. You the don't think it'll vote. pass? No, I don't think so. It needs you know, it might pass in a significantly different form, but they need virtually every single vote in the House and every single vote in the Senate. And I just yeah. don't see it happening. And Joe Manchin
3: reiterated over the weekend, the Democrat from Virginia, that he is a no on it. So,
0: and I'm not a hill wonk. I don't dig deep into this nope. stuff. It just it, it, if it does pass, I, I move to Ecuador or 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 put on the black bandana and, and declare war against something or other. I did. It, it would be such an extreme move. I don't even know what would happen. We'd become France. We would We'd start having a French accent,
3: and uh,
0: I don't think that's included.
3: Um, so coming up next, I know you wanted to get in the amazing statistics on uh, how there's so many more women in college than men. Uh, because of the patriarchy. What the heck that means. Gender are, equality. we got to at least touch at the bottom of the hour on that Texas abortion bill again because the coverage of it has been either ignorant or on purpose misleading to whip you up, but certainly not accurate. Text line 415-295-KFTC.
0: Virginia Tech football. Now, now, wait a minute. Were they just? I thought it was the the like the high, the college band was playing it. It sounds like they were just cranking it through the sound system. Michael, is that what was happening there? That was the uh, football team coming out onto the field. It was so loud and so, uh, that it actually registered as almost a very small earthquake. Wow! Well, set off the Richter scale. Rick, yeah. Right. There you go. Fantastic. Right. Sorry, go I go Buffalo, sir. Whatever they are, what are they? <laughs> I don't know. Virginia Tech, the Techies. I don't know. <laughs> oh, there are a lot of uh, cool uh, tributes at college stadiums to the country and the the fallen service members, and you know, twentieth anniversary of nine uh, eleven, that sort of thing. The patriotism still beats in the hearts of Americans. Don't don't take the media's word for it. I have got. I wasn't looking forward to the whole 9-11,
3: 20-year look back. I Not not a big fan of that sort of thing. But uh, I did come across some information I had never heard. Brand new information about that day. We'll get to
0: maybe next hour. Oh, great. Interesting. So this is interesting and shocking and runs so counter to the idiotic narrative in the media and in the halls of academia. There may be no realm of American life so divorced from reality as academia. Nope. In fact, I can't. Unless it's like people doing fentanyl, um, I think I'm, I'm pretty uh, pretty sound in that judgment. Men are abandoning higher education in shocking numbers. At the close of this academic year, women made up just under, it's 59.5%, 60% of college students an all-time high, men 40.5%, according to enrollment data from the National Student Clearinghouse. U.S. colleges and universities had 1.5 million fewer students compared with five years ago, mostly because of the vid, and men accounted for 71% of that decline. It's been slowly widening for four years, both two- and four-year colleges. Um, It's even worse at graduation. Of that 60% or so, two-thirds of women actually graduate within, I think, eight years, Um, and only 60% of men Uh, But to get back to the trend line, if the trend continues, it'll be two to one before very long. Uh, In applications, 3.8 million women, 2.8 million men for the upcoming school year. Um, The most interesting part of this to me was how it cut across
3: race, geography, economic background, everything. Yep. It's just a man-woman thing in general. What is it? What do you think it is? Well, first of all, what would be the
0: goal? Like in a perfect world, would it be 50-50? Is that what we think would be best? Or No, not necessarily. And this is where the conversation gets a little more complicated. Um, no, absolutely not. Uh, many fabulous, well-paying jobs that don't require a college education are held primarily by men. Because, you know, you need big, strong hands and backs and the rest of it. And, uh, you know, on average, men are bigger and stronger. Um, and more willing to do dangerous stuff too for higher pay. I got my own theory, but I'll wait. Uh, do you? What are you waiting for? I don't know. You want okay. the theory now? <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> let me uh, let me let me hit a couple more factoids and then hit okay. us with your your fabulous theory. Um, I love this from the Wall Street Journal. It's absolutely true. American colleges, which are embroiled in debates over racial and gender equality, and working on ways to reduce sexual yeah, assault know, and harassment of women on campus. I've been saying this
3: for years. You go by a college campus and you see some. So there's some sort of up with woman, you know, uh, building or march or fundraiser or whatever they've got, and they're all wearing t-shirts for a certain
0: color today for up with. And I think you won. You already won. And so so stop it. Knock it off. Well, well, and there are women's study centers and women's assistance yeah. bureaus and the rest of it. The, the, the gender equity deans and the rest of it. Um, uh, some schools are quite quietly trying to. Support programs to enroll more men, but there's scant campus support for spending resources to boost male attendance and retention. Now, according to Ibram X. Kendi and and that whole crew, if there's disparate impact, that's proof of sexism or Excellent racism point. Excellent point. And this is not a subtle difference. This is an enormous and growing difference. That is proof, friends, according to the left, that there is systemic discrimination against men going on. And honestly, I don't think there really is at the college level. But at the elementary school level, there sure as hell has been. And some of you have been listening since the inception of the show more years ago uh, than I'd like to count. Um, The war on boys is a real thing. As American schools and teachers' colleges have swung further and further left, they have pathologized boys' behavior. To be energetic, to want to run around, to, be, to, 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 to act like a little boy is seen as a disease.
3: I want to fit in my theory here in our final seconds. Uh, and it's based on this uh, a number of years back. I thought, you know what? I want to get uh, like a, a, a bachelor's in uh, history because I'm super into history. I thought I'll start taking classes. And I started looking into it, my local, well-known world-class university. And there were no regular history classes. They were all studies of gender this or studies of disproportionately affected that. There was no, no like normal history stuff. All of your majors have become so touchy-feely weird. I think it just appeals more to women than to men. Mm, could be. The, the
1: curriculum at colleges has changed.
2: Armstrong and Getty. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless
4: answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Everybody has a phone in their pocket. It didn't used to be, you had a phone. Just a few years ago, nobody had their phone. It was just the phone. (laughs) It was this thing, the phone, that was in a room in your house. And then you had to dial this thing. There was a rotor, and you had
1: to turn and go.
0: (laughs) You actually hated people with zeros in their numbers because they made you do Oh, this guy's got a zero and a nine. How badly do I want to talk to
2: that
3: piece of shit? It's too much work. Louis ah, C.K. <laughs> is back out on the uh, trail doing a tour, a uh, cross-country tour of his uh, stand-up act. First time since it was revealed that he was um, pleasuring himself in front of co-workers, which put a damper on his uh, career there for a while, but see how it goes or so i don't j- know so just so
0: i i'm sure i understand the story that that's bad doing that that's not acceptable he,
3: apparently even if you ask him first
0: wow. um
3: so touchy he uh oh, geez um he I, whether or not he talks about it much in his stand-up or at all i don't have any idea i don't have any idea but mm.
0: i would pay to see him because i think he's hilarious Speaking of men's and um, women's issues, although the phone, th- the th- one thing I remember about the phone, our phone was in the kitchen. I think at one point, my dad had a little room that was kind of his office. I think we had a phone in there, which is fabulous, because that meant you could get a little uh, privacy. Our phone was in otherwise, it was kitchen. in the dang kitchen. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah it kind of kept you, you know, kept bad things from happening, though. Yeah, I suppose. I
0: suppose. Todd, oh, we weren't anyway. even
3: allowed to, we didn't even have an opportunity to talk on the phone in private, really, when I was my son's age. He now could be in his room with his smartphone looking at hardcore porn and ordering AK-47s from Afghanistan. Wow. For instance, simultaneously, what app is that? It's got two (laughs) different windows open, I think. Oh, I see. It's toggling back and forth between.
0: Um, Speaking of men and women... If I might follow up briefly on the whole college men and women thing, because there's some info we didn't get to. It's really quite extraordinary. Um, At at public colleges, it's like 61% women. Some of the schools are quietly trying to offer help to male applicants to try to get it. More balanced just because there's a belief that, you know, it's better to have some sort of balance and diversity of schools. Plus, let's face it, the vast majority of college age women still play for team hetero. And if you are going to a college where there's no dudes, I mean, that's for a lot of gals. That's that's an issue. The
3: headline being, if you didn't hear it, is uh, colleges are 60-40 women, and it didn't used to be that way even fairly recently, so what the heck is going on there is the question, and is it something that needs to be fixed or, or not? There are some people who believe guys have just caught on faster than women that the whole college experience is a scam. Not the whole college
0: experience, but a lot of it. Well, yeah, to spend one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, or or whatever the figure might be, uh, to then sit in a cubicle making thirty k a year, some people have figured out is is probably not worth it with one of your less uh, directly applicable college disease, degrees. But I think it's interesting that there are at least few people, a few people in higher education, who are calling this higher education's dirty little secret. Um, and this one gal, who's she with? I don't remember. Uh, oh, she's worked for a number of different uh, enrollment uh, departments, a number of different colleges. She says, it's unfortunate that we're not giving this issue air and sun so that we can start to address it. But everybody in academia being left at Trotsky is unwilling to admit that this is the case. Because they're so wrapped up, they're so married to, ironically, uh, the whole, uh, oh, women need a hand up, we need gender equity, we need a women's inclusion dean, the rest of it. It's like, what, are you kidding me? It's like, calling for free. D- 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 you know, affirmative action for white people in hockey. I mean, it's just not necessary. In fact, right. the
3: opposite is true. Right. Anyway. Uh, we got this text on our text line, which is my favorite place to get texts. Hey, idiots. I'll say it again. Joe Manchin is a West Virginia senator. West Virginia is a separate state from Virginia. I said Virginia. I apologize. I do know that there are two states, one Virginia and one West Virginia, but I did state that he was in the wrong one. So
0: my my verbally abusive friend, I failed to catch the error. I am equally guilty and I apologize deeply. Yeah. So,
3: um, the anniversary of nine eleven is coming up uh, real soon, because today is the 7th, am I correct? And um, the 20-year look back on nine eleven has already begun. It's If you're of a certain age, you can't believe it was 20 years ago. Um, you know, I got a babysitter at my house right now, uh, getting my son off to school, who I'm guessing is roughly 20. And uh, to her, it's... Like the Cuban Missile Crisis is to me, it's something that happened. You know, you read about it, pre-awareness. Yep. Yeah. Um, but here are a couple of things I came across that I did not know about. What's the well? The, well, we'll talk. We'll probably talk more about it on nine eleven. So I don't want to blow all my nine eleven commentary today. But uh, I thought, well, you know what? I'll hit you with these. I thought I had heard everything about that day nine eleven. But here are some things I didn't know, and I'll tell you about them after this. That's one of your better teases.
0: That was really well crafted. Thank you. I'm intrigued. I can't wait. Uh, but I don't know the you... difference between West Virginia and Virginia, so it's a net loss. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointing. Oh, uh, so big news from our favorite home security company, Simply Safe, has just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. Yes. Wow. Ultra wide, 140 degree field of view. 1080 HP HD, I'm sorry, 1080p HD resolution with 8 times zoom, which means you can zoom in and clearly see things like faces and license plates to capture critical evidence. I can't wait to get these installed.
3: If you got one of those neighborhood poopers that comes by and poops under your lawn, man, this would be perfect for, for catching them. Yeah. yeah. Built-in spotlight with color night vision so you can keep an eye on what's going on day and night. Really easy to set up like all simply safe stuff is. Um, has an easy to remove rechargeable battery, so it doesn't need an outlet. Can go anywhere on
0: your property. Pretty cool. To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire system and your first month of monitoring, monitoring service free when you enroll in interactive monitoring. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I'm going to assume for the sake of this conversation that you
3: are either old enough to have lived through 9-11 and know what happened that day, or you're uh, somewhat familiar with it. All right? I think that's a pretty safe assumption. Had the World Trade Center, which was built in the 60s and 70s, been erected according to the city building code that was in effect in 1938, it's likely that we would have had a very different World Trade Center that would have been built and a lot fewer people would have died. Really? I had not heard this. Instead, the World Trade Center was constructed according to a new code, because I i certainly, if you'd ask me, I was under the impression that codes have gotten much stricter over the years. Indeed, yeah. And uh, things have gotten safer. If it had been constructed the way it was in 1938, as opposed to the way it was constructed when it was constructed. When under the, the Da real, Vinci
0: Code, I believe.
3: when the real estate industry had avidly promoted a code that made it cheaper and more lucrative to build and own skyscrapers, the typical, you know, big industries influencing the government with their their money, it increased the floor space available for rent by cutting back on the areas that had been devoted under earlier laws to evacuation and exit. The result, getting everybody out on 9-11 was virtually impossible. Under the new rules, the Port of Authority in New York and New Jersey was able to rent three quarters of each floor of the World Trade Center, a 21% increase over the yield of older skyscrapers. The cost was dear. Some 1,000 people inside the North Tower who initially survived the impact of the, of the Flight 11 could not reach an open staircase. Their fate was sear- sealed 40 years earlier when the stairways were clustered in the core of the building and fire stairs were eliminated as a wasteful use of valuable space. I had not heard that.
0: Hmm. So we
3: changed the way we do fire escapes and all that sort of stuff because we thought, well, you're just you're wasting money by having all these fire escapes.
0: Yeah. Did you say they can rent out 75% of the space, which presumably would leave 25%, which strikes me as quite a bit. Hmm. I mean, I don't I really know squat about New York building codes, but
3: interesting. Uh, and then this one I thought was also interesting. Do I have time? I do have time. The Pentagon, when it got hit by Flight 77, did the opposite a result here. Because of new anti-terrorism standards that, you know, we weren't as worried about terrorism pre-9-11 as we have been post-9-11, but we were worried enough that we had done some work at the Pentagon. They had recently reinforced and renovated that particular part of the Pentagon. This meant it was not only stronger, but on that morning, also relatively unoccupied. It was truly a miracle, they say. In any other wedge of the Pentagon, there would have been 5,000 people, and that plane would have gone right through that side of Pentagon and right through the middle of the building into the other side. Instead, fewer than 200 people were killed in the attack on the Pentagon, including the passengers and the, on the hijacked jet. So the 200 people includes the passengers on the plane. Chance and preparedness came together but just a miracle that it wasn't thousands and thousands it's it's well it is a miracle and luck or luck or whatever you want to look at it but it would have been a much bigger deal than the world trade center if that plane had hit any other part of the pentagon
0: wow wow had no idea i had
3: no idea of that either yeah
0: what a nightmare
3: so I was thinking about, the, I listened to a podcast over the weekend, The Great Man Theory of History versus the idea that there are giant forces that uh, interact. Uh, you either know that whole argument or you don't. And uh, it's a mixture of both, obviously, because we were headed for a war with the fundamentalist part of Islam for a long time. Where whether Khalid Sheikh Mohammed had existed and come up with that plain idea or not, in a different way... We were going to be confronting that thing and still are. There's just no getting around
0: that. Yeah, I would agree. Absolutely. The, the that two had,
3: ideologies are incompatible. They are incompatible. And it had been growing for decades. And uh, I was reading an article over the weekend, you know, reiterating how Osama bin Laden had declared war on us publicly decades before 9 11. They had been at war with us for a very long time. And we just pretended that, you know, whatever. Um, just ignored it. If yeah. somebody declares war on you, perhaps you should pay attention. Might be the lesson of the whole thing.
0: Yeah, and the other lesson of the whole thing is uh, we granted such obscenely extraordinary police powers to virtually every uh, branch of government uh, after 9-11 um i think we overreacted completely we j- absolutely gave away the idea of privacy and and freedom of, of movement and the rest of it just i mean the, the stuff the the fbi did the nsa did and all just wildly inexcusable according to the people who wrote the patriot act but right
3: such is the nature
0: of democracies we veer from guardrail to guardrail and i feel a feeling
3: we'll be talking more about this in a few days on the actual anniversary of 9-11 and um I don't plan on taking in any of the maybe schmaltzy isn't the right word maybe that's unfair but just the you know the kind of sad let's roll in our grief stuff I just I'm I'm not into that I'm not going to take in any of those shows No things we've no. learned mistakes we've made I'm all for having those
0: discussions and I get why New York's going to play this up big, because it was such an extraordinary, horrific, uh, you know, th- th- nightmare for New York and New Yorkers. And most of the media centered in New York. So it'll be a little, you know, overdone from a lot of people's perspective. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's inevitable. I'm just going to let it roll over me, like I say. But, again, we, uh, I tweeted. We should post it at com so you can find it easily. The uh, mini-documentary, it's barely 10 minutes, about George W. Bush throwing out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium to open the World Series and firing that strike and everything. It's both amusing and and, and great.
3: The idea of doctors prioritizing people who've been vaccinated over those who haven't. An opinion piece in the Washington Post got a fair amount of attention over the weekend. We should discuss that, among other things, on the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
4: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Not to get all meta again, because we do a lot of that, um, I like it but uh just overall journalism and everything like that Americans attention span I just I I'm becoming really cynical about the ability of the country to get uh, the average person to get any real information about any topic and come to any conclusion based on real information I just think those days are over I mean following the whole abortion discussion out of Texas almost everybody is either completely off track about what actually happened by ignorance or on purpose i don't know which but both what's the point what's the point though i mean if we're all if we're all arguing about things based on a set of non-reality facts what what's the point of the conversation
0: <laughs> passes the time i don't know <laughs>
3: <laughs> gives you something to do on a saturday afternoon anyway we're going to talk about that uh next hour that would be hour 3 if you ever miss an hour you can go to armstrongandgetty.com. So there was an opinion piece in the Washington Post. I didn't see who wrote it. It doesn't really matter. But doctors should be allowed to give priority to the vaccinated over the unvaccinated. And they're making the argument that you have uh, some hospitals where they're, they're pretty full, especially in the southeast, pretty full. They got so many COVID cases. And if they don't have a bed, shouldn't you... Uh, give the, the the space you've got to somebody that, you know, took the time and did the right thing to get the vaccine over some knucklehead probably voted for Trump who didn't get the vaccine. Byron York of the Washington Examiner uh, linked that article and uh, tweeted over the weekend, four years of Trump and a continuing pandemic have given rise to some awful commentary, norm bending and outright norm breaking on the left. And it continues, yeah. This uh, a a whole bunch of uh, journalistic standards that we've talked about a lot went out the window, because Trump is so bad, we no longer have to follow the rules of journalism. We don't have time to be objective. We need to fight the fight. We're the resistance. And Byron York is making the argument that they're doing the same thing here, that nobody would have thought this was a good idea, but unless you can attach it to Trump somehow, Trump voters who won't get the vaccine. And the argument obviously is... If at first blush you think that makes sense to me, I got vaccinated. People don't get vaccinated, should not. Somebody unvaccinated shouldn't be in line in front of me at the hospital. How would you not apply that to practically everything? I was just at the emergency room for 24 hours about a week ago. Almost everybody in there, it appeared, did what happened to them to themselves mm-hmm. out of either being drunk or a drug addict. So all those people should go to the back of the line. How about the guy in the, the motorcycle accident? Well, he was driving too fast, so put him into the back of the line. Who gets to be at the front of the line to the ER? The, 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 the virtuous nun who, uh,
0: had a safe fall on her head. She can be in right. front. The most virtuous of us, of all of us, the most morally in—what incru- am I? What's the word I'm looking for? The, the most morally wonderful of us. There, there has to be a long triage process where you're quizzed yeah. on a variety of topics.
3: Yeah, the nun who had a safe fall on her head walking down right. the street, she can be at the front of the line. But everybody else, uh, you had a heart attack? Yeah, but you're overweight. Of course, you had a heart attack. If you're an overweight, you wouldn't have had a heart attack. Get to the back of the line. I mean, th- 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 come on now. There'd be yeah. no end. To the blaming people for for whatever's wrong with them, and prioritizing yeah. based on that, it would get completely out of hand immediately.
0: Like most things uh, that the uh, the geniuses of the world think we ought to do, it'd be unimplementable. On the other hand, th- you got cancer. That- well, you've been smoking your whole life. Get to the back of the line. Yeah, but the, the number of people who have had heart attacks and strokes and all, and they can't get into the emergency room because they're full up with COVID people. That's that's pretty troubling. Wow Joe Joe so, Getty going all Sarah Palin with death panels, Sarah no, Palin with death panels no i don't I don't know I don't know, but it is troubling when avoidance of a severe case of covid is as easy as can be and it just it, i don't I'm troubled by all of it and, and write your angry freaking emails about I'm not taking so much <laughs> experimental vaccine. yeah because that's the first time I've heard that thanks for making the point gosh I hadn't even considered that point. <laughs> But I, just, I don't know. I don't know. So there's this uh, salad chain, Sweet Green. It's a billion mm. dollar company. They have fast casual restaurants in a dozen states. Fast this casual? So that's like Applebee's and stuff? Is that what that is? Mm, I think it's more like uh Chipotle. Okay. Chipotle. Uh, that, What's that Applebee's? Sort of, thing? I don't know. What am I over here? I don't know. We're running out of time. So he unleashed this blast, saying obesity is the root cause of severe COVID nineteen cases. We need more health mandates regarding food. Seventy eight percent of hospitalizations are obese and overweight people. Do we need to give more attention to the? Well, he was forced to take down the post. Uh, the reaction was swift and brutal from the fat acceptance crowd. Applebee's so on a salad.
3: date night with a Bourbon Street steak and an Oreo shake.